it seems to me that today people are divided into two. There are those who want to create and those who want to destroy. Now, these people seem to me to represent the modern poles of good and evil. A person of violence creates no beauty. He only creates a passing illusion, a passing empire. But a creative person, a Phidias, a Michelangelo, or whoever, creates something that lasts for a thousand years. Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noisera, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and I have titled this episode Exploring America's State, Regime Change Warfare, and Hijacking Mentalities. We have a lot of crazy stuff happening. What's going on with Venezuela? We'll get into that and more. Virginia's governor, Ralph Northam, and his blackface or KKK, whatever that means. Craziness going on. The Democrats have unmasked themselves, and I think America is seeing so much we're seeing the underbelly of society. We're going to be getting that and more in this edition. But first, a few updates. Make sure you guys check out the episode with Hunted and Confronted. That Fellowship and Freedom episode was something powerful. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I hope you guys go check it out. Uh, we're thinking about launching something similar to Fellowship and Freedom, a bi-weekly Sunday show, maybe for exclusive members with, with video and call-in because we need to diver- diversify what we're doing. You'll hear me talk about that in this edition, uh, trying to expand our ability to deliver all this amazing content. On top of that, I am working on a separate transmission where we talk about weaponizing consciousness expansion. You'll hear me speak on this throughout the entirety of the broadcast. If you guys want to support this broadcast, think about becoming a Patreon-exclusive member or check out some of the links in the description bar below. We have amazing products by conscious and alternative outlets, conscious and alternative brands to help us diversify our message. And with that being said, let's start the show. Salutations, my friends. Salutations. We are growing every single day. We are innovating every single second. And we are trying to change the course of history change the course of the future that you see our adversaries trying to place upon us salutations my friends and thank you for tuning into this edition of factions of freedom wow do we have a lot of stuff to talk about you know i uh (laughs) i have so much personal stuff going on in my life right now that it is wild i have all this stuff basically planned out for the next few months and then life is like well hey i think you you think you got it together Boom, let me throw some let me let me throw some uh, curveballs your way. And the only thing I can really say uh, is that a lot of these things are per- clearly their personal issues. I'm not going to talk about it here on the air with you guys. But everything I believe I'm experiencing right now and I know everything I'm experiencing right now is meant to refine me and grow me into a better individual. And the reason I say this is because I feel like we have gradually lost that insight or gradually lost that ability to recognize an adversarial uh, uh, threat that strengthens us, that gives us experience, that makes us stronger, 
that makes it easier for us to over- overcome uh, future hurdles. And the reason I say this is because we 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 are speedballing, speed railing. However you want to look at it, we are going straight towards a collectivist ideology where we don't think, where we just act, where we just feel, where we're reactionary, to where we don't really know why exactly we're reacting. We we're just told to react, and that's very dangerous because we wear our hearts on our sleeves. Um, you know, I, uh, what can I, you know, I've tried to put together, when I'm putting together these notes, putting together the show episode, or the show notes for this episode, you know, you, you, there's so much random stuff happening all the time. You're like, how can I find a trend? What is the trend? What's the red thread that connects them all? And I don't even know if I'm making the proper connections because, you know, there's so much information coming out that, you know, you, 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 you can't, because it's not posted, you can't really go over it, but you can still talk about it. So we really got to figure out like an effective formula to 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 kind of cover these things. And you guys have heard me talk about that basically since the start of the season on Instagram, on Facebook, and on various shows. How I'm trying to basically uh, 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 improve our delivery method, improve our ability to 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 convey uh, effectively convey our content delivery. And the reason why is because you know I'll, I'll be at the gym. And I got a pretty sweet routine going on. I've lost a decent amount of pounds. I am feeling fired up all the time. Let me tell you. And the, and, and, and what I'm trying to say is you can have your routine, but you have to push harder. You have to go farther. You got to commit. You know, and that's half of And I think that's why I'm starting to like going back to the gym so much is because it's not necessarily th- throwing the weights around and throwing my chunky self uh, in public places and trying to look fit, it's the idea that I'm challenging myself and everybody else gets to watch. It's the idea that I'm getting to grow and these people are taking part in it. Uh, I'll talk about this later on in the show, people's opinions about Trump's State of the Union and just kind of everything else that's going on in the world. But I wanted to start out this whole broadcast with you guys really trying to get into the mindset of where people where people are at these days uh, we're gonna be talking about you know what's going on with this abortion stuff what's going on uh, with the dark money all this all the crazy stuff that we see going on currently on the side I'm working on a a a, uh, a comprehensive layout over the weaponization of consciousness expansion and I say that uh, tentatively because I know I'm gonna have people who, who, who do mushrooms, LSD, ayahuasca, uh, 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 mescaline, peyote, all these things, everything we talk about on the show that they follow for. I'm going to have them, you know, that, it, it's going to seem like I'm coming at you, but it's not necessarily that. It's the same way I come at this so-called woke culture uh, that we've been forced upon. That's what I mean by weaponizing consciousness expansion. And, 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 and I'm really taking my time with this. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people, and I think this is the better way to preamble this, a lot of people have sent me uh, clips of, of Alex Jones and Joe Rogan fighting. It's hilarious. Uh, but in doing so, they're talking about the big pharma industry. They're talking about the drug culture. They're talking about the war on consciousness. They're talking about the new age. They're talking about so much in this little back and forth that I thought that this would be a great opportunity to, 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 to literally pull the information, pull the wisdom out from this and crystallize it. Because you guys know that I'm always trying to make sure 
that I don't lie to you, that we that we're on point, that we that we pay attention to what's going on, and we see how these people infiltrate these types of movements. This this broadcast that I'm working on to try to really really crystallize this. I hope I do it right, uh, and I, and, it, and it's just for your benefit. Uh, we used to I should say this stuff and get started with the show, even though we're like five minutes in or so. Um, I used to ask people that came on the show, you know, do you pray or do you meditate? And it's because these are natural senses that we have at our disposal to communicate with divinity. And whenever we're taking these drugs, we're shortcutting it. And that ties back into the workout. If you're taking all these drugs, all these supplements, all these, these, these uh, creatines, these muscle enhance, these, these muscle, these uh, performance enhancing drugs, you're shortcutting. Yeah, you're getting it, but you know, there's, there's, there's just so many different things that I want to look at that we are looking at when I'm putting together this broadcast that I think you guys are going to be excited for. That's all I can really say. Uh, and I think, again, it's just indicative of the kind of times that we're in that we even have to sl- say, like, slow down taking so many drugs. Like, we're not that woke. When you have a, a, a drugged-up population that can't think for itself or a, 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 a idiotic population that just reacts and feels whatever's right at the time, they don't understand how their thoughts have been manufactured and how their consent has been crafted. So there's a lot of things that we're, that, that, that we're going to look at in that broadcast uh, that, play, that, that, that are important to what we're talking about here. But it's just so people understand that eternal vigilance is the cost of freedom. Eternal vigilance. You know, when I'm talking about this, you guys need to check out some of the previous episodes where I have gone into like great detail about whatever this force is that takes me over to do these types of shows, to do this type of stuff. So I'm fully aware of the multiple dimensions, of the realms, of the planes, uh, and we've, we've done broadcasts on this. It's just because we are in this conscious community, I know people are going to hate, uh, and, and at the end of the day, I think it's important for us to talk about this stuff regardless. Uh, everything can become addictive whenever people remove moderation and that's where we are uh, in today's modern society and with that being said let's start the show we had america's or trump's state of the union and i'm not i don't have all of it here and so i won't play it for you Uh, but the one i will play is where trump says that america will never be a socialist country now i'm going to be referring back to clips that i've seen throughout the entirety of this this state of the union they just kind of show the seething hatred and the wickedness and just the, 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 the spirit of Python, the, the venomous, vile people within these positions of power. Um, and because we are going to be going over the abortion issue, this was something that was talked about as well in, this, in, in, in the State of the Union. I think it's important to hurry up and get this out of the way. You haven't seen me do an occult world series in a while because all of the occultists, all the Luciferians, all the Satanists, they're out in the open. Back in 2017, we put up articles, 2016 and 2017, we put up articles about how, uh, uh, the, I hate saying the left because it makes it sound like I'm right, and Democrats because it makes it sound like I'm Republican. It, you have a specific group of people within the political party that are aligning with Satanists to help build these statues, build these temples, to get involved in politics, to raise their membership numbers, uh, and to basically promote these ideologies. Now, it's all out in the open. You're seeing them uncloak. You're seeing them come for your guns. You're seeing them come for your kids. You see them coming for your spirituality, your education, and so much more. 
Yeah, yeah, that's why they want free health care and free education so they can indoctrinate you. Actually, no, they want the free health care so they can keep you alive. And then they want the education so they can indoctrinate you to turn you into another one of them. That's why they want it free so they can keep the system going. But here, let me, let me play for you guys this clip of Trump talking about how America will never be a socialist nation or a socialist country. Here in the United States, we are alarmed by the new calls to adopt socialism in our country. America was founded on liberty and independence and not government coercion, domination, and control. We are born free and we will stay free. That's what I'd like to hear. And you'll look at look at Bernie Sanders just hating him. Just look at him. She's like, oh my God, I'm gonna look just biting his lip, licking his lips. Oh, look at him. So yeah, if if you guys want a great laugh, go back through and watch the watch the body language of all these people. They're signaling where they're at from all the Democrats uh, that showed up in the white, basically dressed as a clan. Like that is that that was something else serious. And so then, I guess in my mind, I started getting this whole image of, 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 of Hunger Games, where you have these people who are just dressed in frilly, frou-frou outfits, uh, 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 decadent beyond all measure, uh, completely disconnected from their people and from reality, and they present themselves as goddesses. They present themselves as, as purity. Oh, but they care about the people. How does that work? Think about how much money and how much stuff Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has acquired in her short amount of time in the spotlight. That's a crazy amount of power. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I'm going to have to put this aside because this is also weighing on my heart. I get up here, I find all these news clips, I, talk, I try to talk about this stuff, put it together in like a coherent fashion, you know, like we're covering the news and, and doing it. Yeah, we are. But at the end of the day, we understand that this is playing politics to the devil. Uh, I think the, because this this abortion issue that has struck America really, really has people fired up, and as it should, two term and and and, and post birth abortion that idea I think is crazy. Uh, I don't even really even know where to start, uh, but all I can really say is that it shows you the mentality of our adversaries, pedophilia transgenderism abortion no religion We're, we want equality for all do you I was watching that movie equilibrium uh, with Christian Bale who I'm pretty sure is crazy and uh, in that movie they say that human emotions are a problem but everybody's equal they've eliminated Identity, so that everybody could be, so that everybody could have that equality. You see, oh, but it's because our 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 lords and saviors in Washington have been able to provide us with 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 government-sponsored freedom. So, to get back to point, back to back back to abortion, they're literally trying to come for for your womb. This is like this is really so much. I'm not even really sure. Like I said, how to talk about this type of stuff? You're talking about literally ripping a child uh, from uh, the womb. 
Uh, I've seen other pages out there that have shared some of the videos regarding abortions. We're not going to do that because I don't want to traumatize people. That is some sick stuff, and that these people are doing it. It's a whole market. I don't think I don't know if I talked about this uh, in the previous broadcast, uh, but look at the whole Planned Parenthood expose. You have ladies talking about uh, 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 what, what was it? She's like, "Oh, I'm going to get me a a Maserati or a Corvette." And these are people. That's why I call them abortuaries. These are people who are profiteering uh, off of off of children. People don't think that human trafficking is a real thing, child sex trafficking, prostitution, uh, and all this stuff. They don't think it's real because they don't want it to be real. And I, 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 I truly can't understand that. I really can, but at a deeper level, we need to have this type of stuff exposed. This is why you guys need to go listen to the most recent episode with uh, Jesse Weeks, Suzanne Baker, and Gina Beck of Hunted and Confronted, where we really, really break down who, are, who, who these people are, who, are who, who I would consider my adversaries. Uh, the, these, these, these predatorial people, these people who have the systemic nature to do this, who will literally find ways to manipulate you and dominate you into subservience. Because these are not people that you placate with. These are not people that you bargain with. These are authoritarians. These are, 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 are demonically inspired authoritarians. The same way I'm telling you, hey, look. I'm trying to get closer to God. I want to understand what's happening. I want to be better. I want to be a, 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 a venue and a platform for all this stuff so we can try to come, so we can try to make a better world here. That's me being honest with you guys. These guys are like, no, we don't want a better world. We want your kids. We want your, we want your life. We want your life force. We want your subservience. We want your legacies. And this is some real stuff. And I know people don't want to think about this, man, but this is, this is, why we have to point it out why we have to cover it okay so i'm going to see i'm going to see if i can get this clip up for you guys it's of uh, one of the planned parenthood exposés and how they're how they're selling organs so this is a few years ago they're saying right now oh po- to, to uh, uh, post birth abortions where will it end they can get babies when are they coming for the old people what are they coming for you? What happens whenever they start classifying certain things as like a uh, 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 termination worthy? You know, if a child has Down syndrome or autism uh, 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 or some kind of genetic deformity. You see, what happens if that happens? Where does this end? And on top of that, you know, we have to think about the transhumanist gen- gen- uh, genetic engineering eugenics aspect of this. They're trying to get this stuff out there. They're uncloaking. That's why you have uh, Virginia Governor Ralph Northam saying, "You know, let's just go ahead and pull up that clip." I don't want to put, I don't want to put words in his mouth. Let's let him say it. Real exception. There was a very contentious committee hearing yesterday when Fairfax County Delegate Kathy Tran made her case for lifting restrictions on third trimester abortions as well as other restrictions now in place. And she was pressed by a Republican delegate about whether her bill would permit an abortion even as a woman is essentially dilating, ready to give birth. And she answered that it would permit an abortion at that stage of labor. Do you support her measure and explain? Her answer. Yeah, and I, you know, I wasn't there, uh, Julie, and I, I certainly can't speak for uh, Delegate Tran, but um, I will tell you, one, uh, first thing I would say, this is why 
decisions such as this should be made by providers, uh, physicians, uh, and uh, the uh, mothers uh, and fathers that, that are involved. Um, there are, you know, when we talk about third trimester abortions, these are done uh, with the consent of obviously the, the mother. No exception. There was a very contentious okay. committee hearing yesterday. Uh, so in the full clip, he actually starts talking about, you know, what the procedure is and how he would actually carry them out. And the fallout of this is a photo being released of his high school or college graduation photo where he's in blackface next to a KKK member. And his response to all of these types of accusations is saying, you know, that's not me in the blackface and that's not me in the KKK. You know, so we're, we're seeing hypocrisy. We're seeing mind control. We're seeing conditioning. They're telling you it's orange when it's clearly red. They're, they're, they're uncloaking. They're saying you're the liar. What you're seeing is not real. This is that 1984 doublespeak. This is the manipulation that's going on. This is why so many people are, 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 are radicalized because they literally do not know. Now, I'm going to say this before I play this next clip of uh, Planned Parenthood being exposed, this undercover video. Government should not be involved in reproduction, period, at all, what, whatsoever. This is why we're having so many issues with the vaccine industry. This is why so many people are revolting against having stuff injected into their child once they are here because they're choosing not to abort them because they're not crazy, right? They're pro-human. They want their child to have an amazing life. They're like, hey, I'm not going to shoot my kid up with this chemical cocktail and say this is great. No. Government should not be involved in reproduction. So when you have them mandating all these things, uh, this is why this is, I think it was just this week that uh, it was either this week or last week whenever Robert F. Kennedy came out and told you guys how Big Pharma completely owns Congress. So imagine that. Imagine how much money Big Pharma has. You know, I'm just I'm going to play for you guys this clip. These are all unintentional, but this is where the conversation is going. I'm going to play for you guys this clip, and then we're going to play that Planned Parenthood uh, expose. But here you have Robert F. Kennedy explaining how Big Pharma completely owns Congress. This is the amount of influence that the medical industry, and I say that with air quotes, the medical industry has over your health and over life. Those of you who have been involved in the past in the battle to protect our children from poorly made vaccines or toxic chemicals in our food or in our water know the power of these industries and how they've undermined every institution in our democracy that is supposed to protect little children from powerful, greedy corporations. Even the pharmaceutical companies have been able to purchase Congress. They're the largest lobbying entity in Washington, D.C. They have more lobbyists in Washington, D.C. than there are congressmen and senators combined. They give twice to Congress what the next largest lobbying entity is, which is oil and gas, and four times what defense and aerospace. So imagine the power that they exercise over both Republicans and Democrats on Capitol Hill. They wow. turn the regulatory agencies that are supposed to be protecting Americans and particularly our children from toxic Those of you who have been involved wow. in the past. Think about that. Twice the largest lobbying in D.C., twice as much as oil and gas and four times as defense and aerospace. That's how much, that's how much influence Big Pharma has over your life. So when they're talking about, yes, we need abortion. Yes, we need vaccines. Yes, 
We need to give them even more pharmaceuticals. That's why you have the Sackler family of Purdue Pharma, who are the creators of OxyContin. That's why you have them being uh, uh, targeted right now. And why their whole response is, well, if we've made all these, 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 these junkies, all these opioid addicts, well, how about we come through, since we are in the pharmaceutical industry, and try to treat these things. You see, providing a poison to a poison. And this is how these people operate. But speaking of which, let me play for you guys this clip from, three, from, from, from four years ago. My bad. July 16, 2015. An undercover video claims Planned Parenthood sells fetal organs. Let's go ahead and get this clip fired up for you guys. Investigation of its practices, an undercover video alleges the Reproductive Health Organization sells body parts from abortions. The group says the claims are flat out untrue. Jane Crawford is in Washington where three congressional committees are now getting involved. Jane, good morning. Well, good morning. So the video was secretly recorded by the anti-abortion group as part of a two-and-a-half-year sting operation. Here, two members posed as employees of a biotech firm to get access to a top doctor at Planned Parenthood. And over lunch, they recorded the whole conversation. A lot of people want to parts these days. In graphic detail, Planned Parenthood's senior director of medical services described how to preserve valuable fetal tissue during an abortion. Over wine and salad, she answered questions about the organization providing fetal tissue to researchers, typically for a fee. I would say it's probably anywhere from 30 to dollars clash was immediate. Republican presidential candidates pounced. I just think it's, it's outrageous and disgusting. And Congress announced it will investigate. I don't care how much political weight Planned Parenthood throws around this town. No one is above the law. But Planned Parenthood says it is following the law, that it provides the tissue legally for scientific research with consent from patients and no financial benefit. Any fees merely are to cover costs, a point the doctor made repeatedly. Planned Parenthood blasted the heavily edited video as the work of extreme anti-abortion activists. David DeLayden is founder of the group that took the video. Planned Parenthood is still receiving $50, $75, sometimes $100 per specimen per fetal part. So all of that is just straight up profit that, that goes to their bottom line. But even if it's done legally, medical ethicists question whether Planned Parenthood should be in the business of providing fetal tissue. You've got to be sure that it's the patient, the woman, who is at the center of your concern and nothing else is diverting from that. And this issue is not going away. Delighton says his group has up to a dozen additional videos of top officials from Planned Parenthood from across the country, which is going to be releasing in the days and weeks to come. And we asked Planned Parenthood for an interview, but so far they have not made anyone available. Charlie? Thanks, of course. Jane. Of course. So a lot of stuff to look at there. I would definitely recommend you guys check out all the other exposés. Like I said, this is four years, this is four years old. They're coming out now saying, yep, you know what? We're harvesting babies' organs. We're doing it. We are now doing it. You can sell a brain, a baby's brain, for about $22,000, a liver for $2,975, uh, a, a limb, you know, like a leg, for $2,670. You can sell the heart of a child for $7,140. And the pancreas as well. So what do you guys think that whole spirit cooking phenomenon was about? 
What do you think the whole Pedogate phenomenon was about? What do you think the whole Pizzagate phenomenon was about? Why do you think we're, why do you, why do why did we have on pedophile hunters, and and, and basically kind of sometimes segue into stopping human trafficking? Why do you why do you guys think we're talking about all this stuff? Who do you, who would organize this? Who would say you know what? Let's pay people for organs. What kind of sick sh- is that? What is that? What is that? Why are we here? Oh well, that's because. The occult world is now out now out in the open. They don't care anymore. They're not going to hide it. They're not going to hide it. They don't care. This is the externalization of the hierarchy, and the hierarchy is satanic. The hierarchy is Luciferian in nature. The hierarchy is wicked and evil. Can you tell? You got people. You, okay, here this makes sense. Let's get Bill Gates and Harvard. Let's give them like you know endless amounts of funding, a blank check. Let's have them spray chemicals to reflect the sun's light. Yeah, because that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Hey, 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 hey. You know what we should do? Let's get a blender, right? And just throw all these chemicals and stuff in there. You know, some formaldehyde, some aluminum. uh, And believe it or not, in vaccines, they also use aborted uh, uh, fetal tissue. They use all kinds of stuff. They say, let's blend it all together and shoot it in a child. Oh, we don't know why little Jimmy is having adverse reactions. Who would organize something that is so evil, so incalculable with its wickedness that you're just like, I have to submit? And think about what they said in that, in that CBS news clip. Specimens for scientific research. This is how they dehumanize life. That's why they call it a clump of cells. Where are the true feminists that are like outraged? Where where is humanity? Actually, this is great. This is why I'm actually glad that America is just like no. We this is a, this is a rallying cry. In South Carolina, they're promoting a personhood movement where you give a where you just give personhood to something that is born. You have vegans out here that say, oh, you know, we need to stop having eggs because those are those are those are chicken periods, but they're not saying anything about about abortion like where where the people who are just like on fire for human life and I think that's what's dangerous you have such wickedness who is finessing the enti- which is finessing the entire world into playing politics with the devil should we kill the baby early or should we kill it late should we wait to see if it has any deformities you see this is why I'm like, government should not be involved in reproduction. This will lead to epigenetics. This will lead to eugenics. This will lead to, it is leading to population control. And it will eventually lead to dehumanization and depopulation. And if people can't see how this is the end goal, how you have Satanists and Luciferians within government, whose ultimate goal is to extract your essence, maybe not even your own, your child's, the future's essence for their own nefarious needs, then... I don't think this is the show for you. I don't think you get what's going on. It's not, I don't, I don't come up here. Have, I don't, I'll keep it a thousand with you guys. The two, Dr. John A. King and the Hunted and Confronted team, two people involved in human trafficking, doing their own efforts. They reached out to us saying, hey, have us on. We want to talk to you. Apparently what we're doing is, is, is having some kind of effect. We have uh, I forget who who uh, it, I forget uh, the the branch of anonymous 
but we have anonymous hackers who are also uh, helping expose the pedophile threat. And this isn't this isn't something you come up here to do naturally. This is something, or or, or you don't plan this. Like I just came up here. I, I've got, I've covered every I've covered everything that's come out our way. You you because all this stuff happens. You you begin to develop like a sense of just like community and harsh humanity to where you just want to see us move forward. And all you can really see is just consistent obstructing. And it's not even the resist that they're talking about. It's the manipulation. To get back to point, modern day culture is quickly moving towards our occult world series. And that's why I think it's important that people understand that this is a spiritual battle. Exploring America's state, yeah, the state of the union, that's good. But the fact that we have to fight for the life of an unborn child, that's bad. I didn't get I didn't get around to talking about um, John of God, you know, the Clinton's faith healer and how he was busted running a sex ring. And there's been another murder on the Clint, uh, uh, with the Clinton body count for exposing this type of stuff. These are the people that are in power. Information's coming out about Jeffrey Epstein's uh, involvement in Lolita Express, where you have Kevin Spacey and Bill Clinton. There's a number of people who are within this upper echelon who are condoning this. Why do you think they're put, why do you think they're putting around that Desmond is amazing kid? Why do you think they're trying to say that pedophiles are no longer pedophiles? They are now minor attracted persons. It's because the epidemic is so massive that they've got to normalize it. They've got to normalize the wickedness. The, the debauchery. I remember having on uh, uh, Zach Freeman of UC Apparel, and I remember talking with him because it started happening to me. People just looking at me like I'm messed up, like I'm some, like I'm, like I'm the bad guy. And nowadays, I have this. I, it's it's beautiful too. Uh, nowadays, I have people of nothing but light and love that come to me. You know, and it, it's powerful stuff. And I think that's why I'm fired up the, in the way that I am. Is that this is, a, at the end of the day, this is a spiritual battle. You have people who are either trying to help create a better tomorrow or people who are diligently working to destroy it, diligently working to coerce, to, to coerce it, to manipulate it, and to control it. And I find that dangerous because my child, your child, and our future progeny will be in that mess if we don't sort it out today. You see. And they're coming under the guise of, oh, this is, this is, we care about humanity, we care about, the, you see how they never care about the family. It's always just individual stuff to where they can just separate you and categorize you and divide you. I'm going to start saying this, and I'll come up with uh, something for the Rebloodlicans too. But I think it's appropriate to say that the Democrats in America, modern-day Democrats, have become the demographics party. That's why they have to single out everybody and then find out how they can control that party. The Rebloodlicans, we haven't really seen a whole lot from them, but I think because of this, this, this overwhelming uh, push from the so-called left, we're going to see a crazy rise and a crazy response from the right that's how this all works uh, and if not then we're going to be overcome and, and, and at the end of the day you could talk about the political the political aspect of it that's just this the surface level that people can understand if you have enough people who are who are who are commonly united underneath this goal of just destruction everything they're going to think of is seated in that idea 
everything that they are going to do, every action they're going to take, every every move they make is going to be based in that destruction seed. And that's where we are. People are so radicalized these days. So I don't want to say it's Trump derangement syndrome. I'd say it's some of that and more the mainstream media working its wizardry. People are so radicalized that they don't see that they're promoting death simply by saying no. And this is where we are. And that's why we have to have, that's why with our time, with our power, with what we're doing, we have to expose this. We have to point this out. We have to call it for what it is. It's open Luciferianism and open, open wickedness. But what's going to happen is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about regime change warfare. What's going on with Venezuela? Uh, cartels at our southern border and the Pentagon deploying more troops. We have a lot of stuff happening all the time. And again, I think it's a, a, a physical manifestation of the spiritual warfare that is going on in the heavens and in dimensions that we cannot see. That's why we need more people to rise to meet this threat. More people to come together. More people to awaken the abilities within them. Because these people have committed, they, they are committed to darkness. They are committed to, doing, to, to, to carrying out these agendas. They got the green light. They're doing it. We see the threat. That's why we have, like the watchman on the wall that it speaks about in the Bible, we have to point these things out and we have to do what's, what, what's required of us uh, to combat it. But like I said, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this. Study published in the British Journal of Clinical Pharmacology, 
CBD was proven to have these benefits, relieving pain and inflammation, having antipsychotic effects, reducing anxiety, helping to fight cancer, relieving nausea, treating seizures, lowering incidences of diabetes, and also promoting cardiovascular health. Realize that in 2014, Purdue Pharma received FDA approval for an opioid drug that claimed to help curb the opioid addiction. This will actually help you curb your usage of opioids as well as your reliance upon them. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. That's right. We're here. You know, I get so fired up sometimes talking about this type of stuff. Like, I have I have all these notes here. I had, like, a whole little thing I was going to do. I was going to try to, you know, go through point by point. No. That's not what happens. Uh, and sometimes that's a good thing. I like kind of going off on these tangents. Oh. Thank you guys for tuning in to this edition of Factions of Freedom. Uh, we're going to be talking about Venezuela. America, our American empire, what's going on, uh, and, and, and what I kind of see shaping up for the future that I think everybody else can see. You know, we, we, November last year, we had the whole migrant caravan situation happen, and people said, oh, that's a political stunt. Oh, he's just, use, he's just using those people. It's like, no, those people are coming all the time. Uh, we just have cameras down there now. This is an epidemic. Uh, again, human trafficking. There's lots of money to be made there. And just who, who partakes in this type of stuff? So we've followed uh, Venezuela's hyperinflationary collapse for quite some time now. And I've kind of seen this, you know, brewing in the wind. Definitely did not expect for it to develop into what it's developing now. But it seems like America is slowly not even slowly, they're now aggressively and openly talking about a coup in Venezuela. And I'm, you know, I'm telling myself, like, why? Or I'm asking myself, why? These people have already, they're, they're so beat down, why are we doing this? What is the point behind this? You know, there's, there's no need to this. Leave Venezuela alone. You know, you got Twitter purging thousands of accounts for challenging the narrative on, 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 on Venezuela. Uh, we played videos of people going against the state, uh, military officials, you know, because of how, how, how crazy the collapse was, they were being paid in toilet paper and soap. Uh, I've seen videos of people trying to break into medical facilities just for supplies. You know, this is, this is why people say, oh, if, if Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants uh, communism so much, why doesn't she, or, or socialism, why doesn't she, why doesn't she look at Venezuela? And then, you know, people will say, oh, well, they just didn't do it right. You have people starving in the streets. Uh, the zoo was raided because there was food. Mothers having to trade sex for food to feed their children. Um, um, you have Russia and China getting involved as well, doing business with them uh, in gold. You also have uh, uh, Venezuela getting involved in cryptocurrency to try to have this, 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 this exchange rate because it's impossible to pay for stuff. You know, a gallon of milk is like $5,000. I'm, I'm not sure of their currency at the moment. I think it's the Bolivar. The Bolivar. But my point is this. Why are, we, why are we trying to basically recommend regime change uh, in a foreign country? 
and you have people, and this is crazy too, because I, I have people that are in Venezuela that are paying attention, um, people here in America too, that are saying, you know, you've got to get the story right on this. You've got to make sure your facts are on point. And that's why this is so hard. It's because you're hearing it from the people who are actually there, people who are paying attention from other countries, and then people like ourselves who are just like aware of the American empire and how much influence they have. I'm going to read you guys this article, but uh, this is from Nima Harris of News Punch. We put this up February 5th. It says, Maduro says U.S. wants regime change in Venezuela because of its oil, gas, and gold, because of its God. Guns, oil, and drug. Or gold, oil, and drugs. That's America's God. Guns, or gu- uh, uh, gold, oils, and drugs. That's what we like. That's, that's, that's what keeps America going. Uh, let me play for you guys this clip of President Nicolas Maduro talking and pleading to the world. I do not care how I'm going to go down in history. I'm not going to be a traitor, a weak one, like a man who turned his back on his historic commitments to his people. I pray to God that our country won't be invaded by the Americans. There will be no war in Venezuela, no military intervention, but this does not mean that we do not prepare to defend our land, which is sacred. I take advantage of every means of communication to ask the whole world to denounce and stop the madness of Donald Trump. Venezuela is never going to give in. What is Donald Trump's casus belli against Venezuela? The casus belli is the oil of Venezuela, the riches of Venezuela, its gold, gas, iron, diamonds, other material riches. The full interview available on our website just a little bit later at rt.com. And that was uh, RT interviewing Venezuela's President Nicolas Maduro. Uh, And I'm going to go into this article. It says that Nicolas Maduro says that the U.S. is seeking regime change in his country because of its natural reserves. We should speak about resource wars uh, and stuff like that as well. But this is, if you think about it, this is all important because they're promoting the scarcity idea. But continuing on, it says Venezuela just happens to have the world's largest proven oil reserves, as well as diamonds, gold, and more. It usually it is usually countries with large oil reserves that find themselves targets of U.S.-backed quote humanitarian interventions, which aim to quote restore democracy. Last month, the government recognized Juan Gallardo, one of the U.S.-funded and CIA-linked uh, popular will party, as the, quote, legitimate president of the country. If Gallardo comes to power and privatizes the state-run oil company, PDVSA, U.S. oil companies like Chevron and Halliburton tend to make massive profits in the oil-rich nation just like they did in Iraq. So basically, you're having Chevron, Halliburton, America, all kinds of other uh, companies and Basically, our, uh, our three-letter agent now our our our, our, our alphabet later agencies backing this. They want the oil, they want the gold, they want the resources. They don't care about the people. No, they don't care about all that stuff I just said. How the people are starving. <laughs> how there's like hardly any people with like the only jobs that are there are are, are government jobs where they can sustain sustain themselves barely. No, they want the oil rich. They want the oil. They want the resources. Chevron said so. Halliburton said so. 
Continuing on, it says, in an interview with Russia Today, Maduro vowed he would not betray his own country by yielding to Washington's desire for regime change, saying that he won't be remembered as a leader who showed weakness or ignorance to his people. RT reports, what Casas belly does Donald Trump have against Venezuela? Venezuelan oil. Venezuela's riches, gold, gas, diamonds, iron, water, Maduro said in an exclusive interview with RT Spanish. The remark comes as Western nations pile overwhelming pressure on the Latin American country. Maduro, who is widely seen as a successor to the cause of the late Venezuelan leader Hugo Chavez, said it doesn't matter how he will go down in history. What does matter, he said, is that he doesn't want to be a traitor and a weak person, bowing down to Washington. Turmoil in Venezuela escalated on the heels of economic hardships, which saw the country suffer from galloping inflation, skyrocketing prices, and low living standards. Yet Maduro believes his government has a solution to these troubles. Admitting that, quote, hyperinflation caused tremendous damage to us, he suggested that the resources, quote, kidnapped by the world be freed for a national recovery. Aside from that, the government will work on keeping prices as low as possible and will stabilize the national currency rate. So this is, this is what's going on. You have, you have Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro saying, what is Trump doing? He better not invade us. They want our they want our resources. Sounds like a Gaddafi style situation. They're like, hey, we wanna we don't want to do business in the dollar anymore. We want to do business in the yuan. We actually want to get involved in cryptocurrencies as well. America's like, you know what? That's a great idea you had there, Nicolas. That's a, that's a great idea you had, my man. Uh, how about we fly down there and we talk about it in person? Maduro's like, whoa, hold on, nope. I, I know what this is. I know what this is. I forget uh, the Philippines president name his his name at the moment as well, but he too has been coming out trying to talk about how hey look, you guys keep your pope, you keep Donald Trump, you keep all these global people away from us. We're going to do our thing here. Really, really interesting stuff that we see going on. So to kind of to continue again. On the Venezuela tip, what is happening? Uh, check this out. Because, again, this is just more evidence of not how shady America is, but how we operate, right? They say that there was a cache of U.S.-made weapons found. Venezuelan authorities discovered them amid the U.S.'s roll, slow-rolling coup. That's right. Authorities found guns that were being shipped to Venezuela. Because they already have people there. I remember, I think it was just this last weekend, you had people within the Venezuelan military government disavowing President Nicolas Maduro, saying, hey, look, do not, if he calls for things, don't, don't do it. Don't follow his orders. So now you have an outside country saying, hey, look, we're going to give you money. We're going to give you gold. We're going to give you weapons. All you have to do is follow what we say. All you have to do is topple your current uh, uh, your current political party. Say what you want, but I don't think we should be getting involved in foreign affairs. I mean, we're still <laughs> we're still trying to figure out what's going on with this whole RussiaGate situation, whether or not that's like a farce, a canard, or, or or a hoax, or what's up. Donald Trump is like, yeah, you're right. The Russians they probably could have messed with our elections. Let's go install a new president over in Venezuela. Yeah, that's great. Mike Pence, Vice President Mike Pence, he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. I actually support that. 
Did anybody ever think to ask the people of Venezuela? And this is how they do it, underneath the guise of humanitarian aid, saying, hey, look, the people are starving. We want to help it. Here's guns. Here's money. Some injections for you. Take care of it. Let me get into this article. We put this up February 6th. It's from Alexander Rubenstein of Mint Press News. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting the owner of Mint Press News at the United for Common Ground uh, Summit. Fantastic woman. Continuing on in the article, it says, Venezuelan authorities discovered a cache of weapons and ammunition from the United States and are investigating the intended recipient as the country faces a coup, attack, a coup attempt backed by Washington. According to Endes Pal uh, Palencia, Venezuela's Deputy Minister for Prevention and Citizen Security, the Venezuelan National Guard and the National Integrated Service of Customs and Tax Administration made the discovery at the Arturo Michelena, Michelena uh, International Airport in Valencia, Venezuela. In total, some 19 rifles, 118 magazines, 90 radios, and 6 cell phones were discovered inside a commercial cargo plane. Authorities believe the case was sent from Miami, Florida, a city notorious as a nexus of pink wave emerges and a major throwaway, throwaway uh, in, the, in, in the international black market arms trade. I want to say real quick, too, I think it, whenever we're getting into the next segment, uh, we're going to be talking about this fentanyl bust, and I think it came through in Florida. I'm not sure, but I know a lot of drugs just keep coming through Florida. I don't know if that's because of the Colombian or the Cuban connection or what's going on there, but yeah, man, Florida's seeming Florida's seems like Florida's hella sketch. Seems like Florida's on something else. Uh, and now you have these people backing or getting involved in, in, in trafficking of weapons, helping sponsor a coup. A coup. Continuing on, it says, on Sunday, President Donald Trump refused to draw red lines for the Venezuelan government as President Barack, Barack Obama had disastrously done with Syria and chemical weapons. Trump didn't take military intervention off the table. However, quote, certainly it's something on the, it's an option, he told CBS his face the nation on Sunday. Officials in Venezuela slammed Trump in response. Venezuelan Vice President Delcy Rodriguez indicated that her country stands ready to defend itself, saying, quote, sovereignty is not discussed. It is defended. Quote, we are always ready to fend off an attack, Rodriguez added. Venezuelan, uh, the Venezuelan foreign minister, Jorge Areza, got to Twitter and started getting on there as well, firing, firing back. Uh, but Donald Trump confirms that he is at the forefront of the coup, threatening again to use military force, violating the charter of the United Nations. The Venezuelan opposition is controlled by Trump. So uh, this is where it gets kind of crazy because you'll have people who say that this is that this isn't a coup. That you know this is bullcrap. That there is no coup attempt. That Maduro was given the option to hold democratic elections following claims that he rigged the last election. He refused, and so now the National Assembly and the people of Venezuela elected Gaeto, the interim president, until the new elections could take place. It's not a coup when the people will be electing their new leader see so you're there's a lot of stuff going on people are pre, people are pretty fired up about this people don't really know the information that's going on and this is again what happens whenever we get involved in stuff that we shouldn't be you know that's why they have and, I, and I've said this as well I'm wondering to be honest 
how long the people from Venezuela show up on our border. You know, to where they're like, look, I don't even want to be here. I'm just going to leave. You see. So this is, this will, this will definitely be interesting. We'll, we'll see how it develops. Uh, we've had a few people kind of get, kind of get upset at us for trying to figure out what's going on. Even asking, hey, what's happening? And people saying, hey, we don't know, but we don't like what you're saying about it. So we're unfollowing. I'm like, go ahead, unfollow. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, you have you have a, a, a citizen-led revolution, and then you have a government-backed revolution. And all of it is crazy because <laughs> it's the manipulation of society. And, and, and there are people that are starving. So it's, it's definitely interesting. We'll see where this develops. Uh, but to continue on, talking again about regime change warfare. So a lot of things always happening, right? We have uh, cartels at the southern border, the Pentagon deploying troops, Mexico escorting migrants to the Texas border, and drills taking place in Los Angeles, downtown L.A., where no one's talking about anything. Now, I want to get into this, okay, because I think uh, for some strange reason, I don't know why people like to not want to talk about this, but cartels are making Americans living near the border afraid to report crimes. I live out here in New Mexico. I understand how crazy and wild the cartel is. You have cops that are as crooked as thugs, and then you have criminals that are as straight edge as Bill Gates. See what I did there? Because he's still a criminal. What's happening is because people want to get political. Oh, don't criticize the migrants. Oh, don't criticize this. Nope, nope, nope. We need to we 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 need to stop that bullcrap and really look at this. There is a growing threat. And I remember last year. <laughs> I remember last year talking about how during Hurricanes Harvey, Irma, and Maria that, you know, Texas was going to go blue. You have all these people who are coming in from foreign countries who don't really understand, like, what's happening right now and how they're being weaponized and being used. And then you have people like the cartel who are taking advantage of this, what they would think of as a wondrous situation. They're able to manipulate people going in, track them. It's like the mob. It's like the mafia. It's the cartel. It's how this stuff works. So now you have a kind of double, triple agent. You have somebody that's that's just an American. You have somebody that's part of the cartel. Uh, and then you also have somebody that's a part of this political structure. And then when you take a step back, you see who is actually working with who. It's it's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, but to, 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 to kind of start talking about this whole thing, uh, we have a lot of things happening on our border. And people try their hardest not to look at it. We have... Maybe it's because we are right here in New Mexico. We can see all the people coming through. I can understand how the, how that affects demographics, where people's heads are at. I mean, even this week, I was in the gun store hanging out with the guys talking about how uh, our current governor, I, 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 for, I, I forget her first name, but it's like Luann Grisham, how right off the bat, you know, she's going for abortion. She's trying to take our guns. Uh, the first thing that she's trying to do is 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 banned semi-automatics so it's it's wild it's wild they're going full board they're saying you know what we, we, this is who we are but they need foot soldiers the same way they have antifa you know this political arm to carry out the things that they can't do the shock troops right they need a voting block they need more people well how would you get more people if other people are waking up to this thing right 
Well, you bring in people, swaths of people who don't really understand what's going on. You see. And that's how this works. It's a very, very gradual process. People say it's not happening, and then by the time it happens, there's really not much more else we can do. I'm trying to find for you guys this clip uh, a few weeks back of this migrant caravan from Honduras that's making this departing. January, January 17th, from, near, your new, from News Punch, by Nima Harris. New caravan with hundreds of migrants departs for Honduras for USA. Departs Honduras for USA. Nobody talks about it. Okay, let me fast forward. Let me see if I can... I'll get this clip up for you guys just so we can have it on for documentary purposes. Boom, right there. As you see, new caravan with hundreds of migrants. Departs for Honduras. Departs Honduras for USA. Right there, January 17th. News Punch, Nima Harris. Fast forward to just a few days ago. Right? Let's see. Right here. Mexican government escorting 1,700 caravan migrants to unsecured Texas border. Let's take a listen. So basically, you have Governor uh, Miguel Raquel uh, checking out the station, checking out like this 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 area, this camp, this encampment where all these people are. Hi, uh, there you see him with the child, taking all the pictures, doing all this. That's just two, just two different caravans that we've gone over in in, in about two months that may or may not get some attention. Who knows? So whenever I put up articles like this, right, about how the Pentagon is trying to deploy another 3,750 troops to the Mexican border, it's because I'm paying attention to those types of things. There's still stories still going on here. There's something happening on our border. And this is becoming an increasing issue. I remember asking uh, the question in our Instagram story of whether or not people thought, whether or not people thought uh, 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 the illegal immigration issue whether or not that was national emergency worthy. And the reason I say this is because why are we... Actually, you know what? Here, let me... Just so I can get the stats up. I said, would you consider uh, the illegal, and, illegal immigration and mass migration, quote, national emergency worthy? 47% of you people said uh, yes. 53% said no. And I think that's good because people think, people see what this is. This is a slow attempt to roll out martial law. Let's call it for what it is. They're trying to roll out martial law. They're already training on citizens, criminals, and law abiding. Now they have this threat called the illegal immigration, the mass migration of all these people. Uh, they're letting people in for sure. 
they're being processed, they're being put into the system. Uh, some of them are given are, are given welfare, credit cards. Uh, this is where the universal basic income is going to come in. This, this is where it is. How are we going to support all these people? They have to come up with a new system. That's why they're pushing socialism. You see. But all of this is to not only get us conditioned to seeing these types of troops and this type of response, but to also set the stage for the future. Let me get into this, art this article, and then I'm going to play for you guys two videos of downtown drills in Los Angeles and how nobody was notified. But we put this up February 4th. This is from Sign of the Times. It says Pentagon to deploy another 3,750 troops to the Mexican border. The Pentagon announced Sunday a deployment of about 3,750 troops to the U.S. border with Mexico as President Donald Trump continues to press the need for stronger border security amid a surge in migrants from Central America. The additional troops will bring the total number of forces supporting the border mission to approximately 4,350, according to the estimates provided by the Department of Defense. The troop deployment, which was approved by Acting Secretary of Defense Patrick Shanahan on January 11th, will last for, nine, for 90 days. The border mission includes mobile surveillance capability as well as the emplacement of approximately 150 miles of Constantiner uh, wire between ports of entry. The Pentagon first approved the deployment of active duty troops to the Mexico border in October on the heels of the U.S. midterm congressional elections. Trump made the caravan of approximately 3,500 migrants, Central American migrants, seeking asylum as one of the, his prime targets ahead of midterm elections. The president has referred to the migrant or to the caravan as an invasion while arguing that Democrats want open borders. The movement of thousands of active duty troops to the border has been criticized as a political stunt to block Trump's campaign promise of securing U.S. ports of entry. At the time, Secretary of Defense James Mattis downplayed the criticism, saying that the Pentagon is providing, quote, practical support based on the request from the Commissioner of Customs and Border Police. We don't do stunts in this department, he added. The latest revelation comes on the heels of a partial government shutdown stemming from the impasse of Trump's demand for $5.7 billion to construct a border wall. In an interview with CBS's Face the Nation, Trump said shutting down the federal government again and declaring a national emergency are options he's considering when addressing the border security issue. So there you have it. He's saying it does not matter. I will try to get the wall. I'm going to try to secure stuff. It's, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. And, it's, and it is happening. I think that's what's even more strange. I think that's what's kind of got me running red flags. Uh, but just the other day, to continue on, while we're here talking about this, uh, Mexican government escort, escorting people, Hondurans heading up. I'm basically waiting for Venezuela. You know, and, I'm, and we're not even talking about the people that, that, that fly into our southern border who are not South American or Latin American who are essentially Middle Eastern, who integrate. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about how many different people are coming up, right? Well, in response to this, downtown Los Angeles sees, saw the U.S. military hold unexpected drills. The people in L.A., in downtown L.A., heard helicopters shouting, uh, booms rocking downtown L.A. Let's take a listen.
there's like four different helicopters uh, within the span of a minute flying down the street. I can't get a, uh, what is that? Is that Bart Street? Beck Street? Bar something? But you have multiple helicopters going down the street. What I love about Instagram is I'm able to f figure out what people are curious about or what people actually want to know because this video has 7,000, over 75,000 views. People are really actually concerned about the idea of, of, of military drills being held in downtown LA. This is important. And what's even better about the internet and better about social media is the different angles that people are able to see this where this is taking place you have people because this is this just shows uh, how the drill is taking place the first video showed you uh, helicopters flying right there just above uh, 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 stoplight level right literally in the city this next video has a, 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 a helicopter maybe about uh, 12 stories or so up so they're 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 having low-level maneuvers, they're having uh, mid-level, mid-altitude maneuvers, they're, they're training. They're training. Dozens of Black Hawk helicopters descended on downtown LA Monday night while residents reported explosions and scrambled to find out if they were looking at a military invasion or a film shoot. The sinister flock of military birds hovered and zoomed through the high-rise canyons of downtown LA accompanied by strange explosions and military maneuvers and zero explanation from the authorities as to what was going on for what must have seemed like hours. At least one helicopter actually landed on the Wiltshire Boulevard in downtown L.A. and explosions were heard all over the city. The L.A. Police Department bleededly released a statement assuming Angelinos, uh, a, a statement reassuring Angelinos that it was only a drill, explaining, quote, members of the U.S. Army had cleared the military training with local and police officials. Uh, quote, the purpose of the training is to enhance soldier skills by operating in various urban environments and settings. The LAPD wrote, stressing that, quote, safety precautions were in place to prevent, quote, unnecessary risk to both participants and or area residents and property. While local news reportedly called the operation an unannounced exercise to keep the troops sharp, the LAPD claimed, quote, citizens in close proximity to the area where the training will take place will be notified prior to the training. Yet they apparently did not notify everyone as locals took to Twitter in varying states of terror to try to find out what was happening. Before I play for you guys this clip, I want to point out the fact that, as I said before, they're deploying troops to our southern border. Uh, there are articles this week talking about how the Army is intensifying its, its, its training regimen. Wants to make it wants to make it stronger. Now you have these types of drills being conducted, not in broad daylight, but out in the public. If people are very curious, if people want to know where all this comes from, you need to look up things like Operation Gotham Shield. And I hope you have a pen and paper. I'll say it one more time as I'm writing it down. Operation Gotham Shield. This is a the military's response to, oh, if a, if a nuke went off in the city, what would we do? You need to look at things like a thunderstorm spiral. And if people are curious as to what thunderstorm spiral is, it's them. It's the military. It's law enforcement. Uh, uh, private agencies learning to take on civilians in urban settings, in mega cities. They're preparing for societal disintegration, so they have to train you see, being able to take on criminals in close quarters area. 
Lastly, look up things like UWEX16. That's spelled U-W-E-X and the numbers 1-6. Unconventional Warfare Exercises of 2016. This is a plan. They're training. So when they have these military drills in downtown L.A., this is them, again, trying to desensitize you to being aware of the military's operation. But here, let's take a listen. And that's just one. That was actually sent in to us by one of our amazing uh, uh, followers. That's why I love social media. We're all one, 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 one brain working together, watching out for one another. Uh, and this is important that we get this kind of stuff on record, looking at the times, being able to document this kind of information, and correlating what we see taking place. So when we're talking about regime change warfare, realize this is what I mean by them weaponizing migrants, as far as us here in America, and, and, and what's going on with Venezuela, realize that there's so much there that we are going to have to continue to follow the story. They're trying to fund a coup where, they, where, fund a coup where it doesn't even uh, uh, take into consideration the people. And that is modern-day America for you. But what's going to happen is we're going to take another break and come back talking about the idea of them hijacking mentalities. Uh, and this kind of plays into what I was talking about at the start of the broadcast uh, on this separate transmission that I'm working on, the idea of weaponizing conscious expansion, learning in your sleep how your gut microbiome links, you know, your second brain, your gut feeling, and how Colorado is decriminalizing magic mushrooms. We're going to play for you guys a clip as well as that big fentanyl bust and how much, how many drugs, how much was there and how many people it could have killed. Uh, we're going to be talking about this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, because there's only two genders. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this.
Got to come up with some sound effects because by the third segment, uh, people are in a good groove. People understand, um, and I'm loosey goosey. That's why that's usually why I save the, the the good stuff, the crazy stuff, the wild stuff for the end. Maybe I feel like if I did it at the start, you know, people wouldn't listen to the rest. I don't know. We'll mix it up. That is the part about being so uh, uh, real, just being us, being me doing what I do there's no guideline we're, we're it's not that we're making it up as we go along uh, it's that we're making it up as we go along. <laughs> oh man oh man and that's the beauty of it really about all this uh, people don't understand how you know I'm so I'm so honored to have you guys really in my life to even be able to do this to be able to make up something along the lines but this is the beauty of the modern day renaissance that we're in. You could start up something tomorrow and you could be in a whole different space by six months. Um, I really want to talk motivational stuff. I really want that. I, I am so fired up by just being in this position and having like a weekly show that, that, it's, that again, that it's not enough. And so whenever you guys hear me on, on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all these other platforms throughout the week that's me just like oh get, getting excited trying to tell you guys these things because there's so much happening that is it, 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 it's beautiful I find it beautiful and because we're not seizing it I don't think another I don't think everybody else understands it that's why we have to normalize this type of stuff talk about all the the, the greatness that we can achieve the the, the, the beauty that one individual uh, can do I love you I love us I don't like this Satanism stuff though I'll keep it a thousand. I don't like this Luciferianism. I don't like the, this this wickedness that I see permeating the world. I don't like that. But I'll tell you what. I can identify it. I can acknowledge it. Because if, if, if that wickedness, if that darkness is rising, that means so are we. That means we're, we're equally, if not more so, powerful than the darkness. And that's why it's showing its face. That's why it's becoming so clear. That's why we're giving the revelations. You don't find that kind of, you don't have that kind of clarity whenever you're half in, half out. You think you might care, you might not care. Sometimes you're a weakened warrior. Who knows? You find that kind of clarity whenever you're committed. Whenever you're like, this is where I stand. This is what I want. This is where I'm going. That's, that's what's standing in my way. I have to counter it. I have to conquer it. 
Thank you for tuning into this segment. We're going to be talking about drugs, talk about your mind, how they want to manipulate it, how they want to hijack it, all the stuff. Because, you know, I, 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 when, I'll, you know, I think this is a, I'm going to share a personal moment with you guys, if, if I haven't already. Uh, you know, I think everybody, everybody has powers, everybody has a potential, everybody has like a great gift, gift and a destiny. Whether or not you believe in fate is up to you. Uh, I, I, I think that people have the choice to follow their fate and they have to do certain things to unlock unlock it. But I guess what this what I'm saying is the reason I talk about the drugs and the the, the manipulation, the dehumanization, and all this stuff, the synthetic culture they're giving on to us, is because I was a victim of this stuff, man. And I don't say victim because you know you don't know any better when you're like 16. You don't think, you know, how these things mess you up. You're just you're doing them. And I think that's why we have to really do better for the next generation. Pointing this type of stuff out. It's not okay. We're killing ourselves. We're, we're, we're literally saying we're so, we're so woke, our egotistical crazy selves are killing ourselves all in the name of, of, of trying to be cool. It's crazy. Like, really think about this. Now, like this, this is why I'm so, I don't want to say paranoid, but cautious about the kind of information I put out on so many levels. Uh, when I say we're undergoing like a long-term mind control project, you know, that also applies for the people who are not easily susceptible to the mainstream media's wizardry. Uh, they're, 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 they're planning on the counterculture of the radical culture. And I mean like what you see happening in America, the, 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 the rise of the right and I say that because they're saying it's common sense style stuff for sure but that's why they have to radicalize the left and use them you see so there's there's a lot of things to look at here and this is why again I said eternal vigilance is the is, is the prize for freedom and we can't continue to allow ourselves to be uh, pawns of either political party because they both have uh, uh, agendas for both of us but uh, to, to, to get this episode started to get this segment started, check this out. January 31st by Tyler Durden of Zero Hedge. The biggest fentanyl bust in history. The Border Patrol has seized enough drugs to kill 57 million people. Just days after we reported that the Massachusetts Attorney General is suing the makers of OxyContin, the deadly nature of America's opioid crisis has, opioid crisis has again reared its ugly head. U.S. Border Patrol agents just made the largest fentanyl bust in the country's history, confirming that this nationwide epidemic is worse than ever. The drugs that you see next to me were attempted to be smuggled into the United States from Mexico, concealed within a tractor-trailer transporting produce. The truck was being driven by a 26-year-old Mexican national. In the interior of the trailer, there was produce, uh, cucumbers. Uh, in the compartment oh. underneath the floor of the trailer was this that you see here. This represents the largest fentanyl seizure in CBP history. Fentanyl is uh, 80 to 100 times more powerful than morphine and an extremely strong opioid. 
I want to express my gratitude to the CBP officers involved in this case and all of the Port of Nogales personnel who selfishly perform their duties with dedication, vigilance, and professionalism. On his show this week, last week, Tucker Carlson reported, well, the U.S. Border Patrol has made the biggest fentanyl bust in history, an enormous amount, enough fentanyl to kill, the they estimate, uh, 57 million people. That's more than a combined population of the states of Illinois, New York, and Pennsylvania. It's a lot. Reporter Hillary Vaughn on, Fo on, on Fox News broke the story, stating, quote, We got our hands on an internal memo from the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol that details this bust, the biggest fentanyl seizure in, the U in U.S. history. According to the memo, four days ago in Nogales, Arizona, at the port of entry, CBP officers stopped a tractor-trailer, as the uh, agent said there, at the U.S.-Mexico border, and they busted them. They found it. They found the drugs. Uh, but what does this say? I remember a, a story last year about how China was shipping fentanyl through the mail. That's how ballsy China is. It's just like, you know what? We're not even going to hide it. We're just going to send it in your mail. And who's making this stuff? This synthetic fentanyl, China. They're making this stuff to kill you. As you said before, it's, it's, it is so potent. They found meth with, uh, with that bus as well. And this is it, man. This is the drugs. This is the drug culture. This is what happens when you, you, know, you have probably a third of the population on opioids. Uh, people overdosing every day. I'm staunchly against our pharmaceuticals. Um, really, I am. I think that's probably why I got this cold for so long. And there are there are alternative ways to combat it. I just I'm just so against pharmaceuticals. Um, I'm so against what they do to people, how they just turn them inside out, turn them in the in the in the, in the drug heads and the zombies and the junkies. Uh, and, and and I'll be real, you know, there are people that actually need this stuff, but you would never know because of how doctors are able to write prescriptions like they're freaking Skittles, handing them out like like uh, like they're Pez dispensers. Just giving them away. Killing people left and right. There's an article I didn't get around to posting just the other day about how uh, I forget which which pharmaceutical company she worked for, uh, but it was this drug rep, you know, and article article came out. She's given lap dances so these doctors can write more prescriptions for this specific drug. I'm like, what? You're, 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 you're trading life for a lap dance? Wow. What about that Hippocratic Oath? All for a lap dance? And these are the people that they want us to unconditionally control or have faith in. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. So, continuing on, because uh, this is important, too, to kind of make this transition. All of the old drugs people are becoming basically immune to. They're numb, desensitized, or... They're just overdosing on them, right? So the controlling oligarch is like, well, we need new drugs. What are the young whippersnappers like? What are the, what are the kids taking? huh? What can we use to control them? Because that's all that pharmaceuticals are, is a way to pacify the population. To, to, to put us in a, a, a zonked out state to where we can't think and we're just out of it. That is a whole, that's basically one of the whole cruxes, one of the, the 
just one of the, 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 the crux, just a bit of what I'm going to be talking about in that transmission. Because that's what they want. They want a docile, pacified population that can't think for itself, that, that literally is too dumb and too stupid to think for themselves. I'll say this, and I'll get into this next article where we're talking about decriminalizing psychedelic mushrooms. But, uh, you know, that's, that's the goal. That's, that's, that's what they want. You know, they, they don't want you to be able to form a, a single thought, a single sentence. They don't want you to be able to, to have a love for language, how we got here, know your history. They want to just take all that away from you. You, you guys hear me say this all the time. Our generation, my generation turned 27 just the other day whenever they wake up from their from their ecstasy uh, ketamine mushroom coma you know whenever they come out from that haze when they wake up they're going to say what is going on if even if they even do wake up maybe that's maybe that's our generation's thing is to literally just keep doing as many drugs as we can till we don't care till, until it is here How it, until the world has turned itself into a rave you see maybe that's the whole goal is to just give us so many drugs we're just like yeah man life's a party all the time Woo! to where we can't really dis- to where we can't ever disconnect to where it's always oh you're, you're, you're killing my vibe bro you're hurting my feelings, man. So it's 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 just definitely something to think about. I'm you know, I'm I would like to think I'm a version of a hippie in one way, shape, or form. And I talk about this with a lot of the conscious pages about the idea of, and you've heard me have them on where we talk about a lot of this stuff, making uh, consciousness trendy, the whole woke phenomena making it to where I'm not woke enough because I'm not following XYZ parameter as set forth by the establishment, as set forth by whoever the conscious king is this week, the conscious queen this week. You see? Let me get into this article. It's by Matt Agarist of the Free Thought Project. It says, for the first time, a U.S. city will vote on decriminalizing psychedelic mushrooms. Activists have finally connected enough signatures and for the first time, residents will have the change to vote on decriminalizing magic mushrooms. Nearly seven years ago, Colorado citizens, tired of the war on drugs and wise to the near limitless benefits of cannabis, made U.S. history by voting to legalize recreational marijuana. Now this state could once again place themselves on the right side of history as they will vote in May to decriminalize magic mushrooms. As the Free Thought Project reported last year, paving the way for legalization is a group called Denver for Psilocybin, and their work has paid off. A similar group decriminalized Denver, collected over 9,000 signatures to get the measure on the ballot, which forced legislators into adding it. Quote, nationally, Denver and the state of Colorado have represented the first movers in a revised understanding of the potential benefits of naturally occurring psychoactive medicines. The group said on its website, quote, The Denver Psilocybin Mushroom Decriminalization Initiative submitted a sufficient number of valid signatures and the question will be placed on the May 7, 2019 municipal election ballot, said Joe Suzwalik of the Denver Elections uh, Division. If the measure passes, it would make Denver the first city in the country to decriminalize mushrooms. Although decriminalizing is not the same thing as legalizing, it is, defin- it is definitely a step in the right direction. As the Denver Channel reports, the measure would not 
legalize the hallucinogenic drug for consumption, but would rather make it a make its possession a law enforcement priority for police. It would also prohibit the city and the county of Denver from spending resources of on imposing criminal penalties on those 21 years of age and older in possession of the drug. Kevin Matthews, the campaign manager for for decriminalized Denver, told Denver Seven last month that shrooms have helped him break his own cycle of depression and sees the drug as a potential treatment for the various pains and mental health related issues. Uh, indeed, there are mounds of evidence and studies showing the positive benefits of magic mushrooms. Uh, Tyler Williams, one of the leaders of Denver for psilocybin, also experienced a similar life-changing experience from the mushrooms. And this is, again, why I want to make this important and clear. Uh, I guess you can learn things from these, but I do not think people should be consistently doing this. You'll hear the argument for microdosing. I can totally understand that. I think things need to be done in moderation. Uh, they will not be, though. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. And at another, at another point, what happens whenever, you know, I'm not woke enough because I'm not taking enough mushrooms or I'm not on whatever frequency that's being put out there. Uh, you know, you have, what is it, Peter Thiel of PayPal getting involved in magic mushrooms, uh, trying to implement them into mental health. Uh, you, have MDM, you have magic mushrooms, MDMA, and I don't think they're pushing any, any, any LSD or DMT on people, but you slowly start seeing them kind of get these other drugs out there that, 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 that do mess with people's emotions. And the reason I say this is because this is a part of the war on drugs, the war on consciousness, the war on you, the war on truth. If they can get us all hyped up on these drugs, we're seeing we're having hallucinations. We think we're coming into contact with God when we're not in our right mind, you know. And they're just they're manipulating us, you know. It's 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 just a lot of stuff that people need to pay attention to. And I don't want to use this segment to break all this type of stuff down. But again, we have to understand this. You see. Continuing on, right here, links between gut microbe, gut microbes and depression strengthened. This is from Sign of the Times. We put this up February 5th. And basically what they're saying is that what you eat really does contribute to what you think and how you feel. I'm not going to go into hardcore depth about this, but that's basically them saying your gut is your second brain. And if you're not taking care of your gut, you're not taking care of yourself. You can't exercise your way out of a bad diet. You've got to cleanse yourself. This is where I, I can meet up with the flat earth, or not, not flat earthers, uh, with, with the vegans. Is because all they're doing is consuming uh, light, water, and other parts of nature. But there has to be some kind of balance, you know. You can't have life without death and vice versa, like the phoenix. And so there's this harmony that must be, uh, th that must be maintained throughout, it, throughout anything. But yes, your gut does affect your mind. And why are we talking about that after talking about mushrooms and fentanyl, fentanyl busts? Well, if your gut does actually affect your mental state, your mental health, what are we feeding ourselves? We're feeding it garbage? We're feeding it, we're feeding it drugs? What are we feeding it? What are we giving ourselves? Are we giving it garbage? Are we giving it truth? Are we, what, are we, what are we doing? And these are things that a lot of people don't want to think about. You see, it's, it's got to be more than just smoking weed and saying we're cool. It's really got to be more than that. 
really got to step this up. And I think that's what a lot of people uh, don't want to don't want to do because it exposes uh, their their inaction. It exposes how they're not willing to change, even though they're fully aware of uh, the problems. But continuing on right here, study shows brain can continue to learn even during deep sleep. This is why I play radio even when I go to bed. We put this up. February 4th, it's from Sign of the Times, and I'm only going to get into a little bit of this, but it says researchers of the University of Bern in Switzerland showed that we can acquire the vocabulary of a new language during distinct phases of slow-wave sleep and that the sleep-learned vocabulary could be retrieved unconsciously following awake, following waking. Memory formation appeared to be mediated by the same brain structures that also mediate wake vocabulary learning. Sleeping time is sometimes considered unproductive time. This raises the question whether the time spent asleep could be used more productively. Example given for learning a new language. To date, sleep research focused on the stabilization and strengthening of memories that had been formed during uh, preceding wakefulness. However, learning during sleep has rarely been examined. This is a considerable. This is considerable evidence for wake learned information undergoing a recapulation by replay in the sleeping brain. The replay during sleep strengthens the still fragile memory traces and embeds the newly acquired information in the pre-existing store of knowledge. Whoa. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there. Basically, they're saying that you can learn even in your sleep. Like, if you decode your sleep, if you decode your dreams, if you decode everything, like that's, that's, all, that's all it is. You go to sleep and, you're, and your brain's just trying to process everything that's going on. There's no way you can process everything that's happening. The, as it's happening like it, 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 it's so fascinating humanity is so fascinating and we're learning so much about us uh, and that's why as we learn more about ourselves we have to we have to be that much more vigilant of the threat that we are under be that much more aware of actually what's going on you see because yes we can learn in our sleep yes we we, we, we can omit light I talked about biophotons how we're actually able to communicate information uh, the levels in which we're actually able to communicate with other entities and other energies, all these types of things. Humans are f- are fantastic. But they don't want you to think about that because, well, your selfie didn't get enough likes. I need to teach a course. I need to, like, I need to speak on this. I need to go have, like, a separate whole thing on this to where even if you were getting, the, like, we, passion is not meant to be made to, like, is, this is sometimes why I don't even know how to take confidence because people are like, thank you, and I'm just like, I'm just doing this. You, 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 we're supposed to be understanding ourselves in this great time of change, and that's what social media should be for, but we have to use them as tools of conscious enlightenment, not as tools of enslavement to our own physical ego or to our own physical uh, 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 restraints and flesh. We have to go greater than that. You see... And the reason I tell you guys all this stuff before, why they're trying to dumb you down uh, with things like fentanyl, why they're trying to pacify you with things like magic mushrooms, why what you actually intake is important, and how you actually can learn in your sleep is because of what they have lined up for us. Things like this, 5G wireless, and how a massive health experiment that could cause global cancer and global catastrophe. If the, if, and there's, there's a reason why I cover this after we talk about you learning in your sleep. Silent weapons for quiet wars. We're constantly talking about how they have the ability to either intercept your thoughts, translate your thoughts into text, control your mind, condition your behavior, 
modify your behavior and now this this thing that 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 communicates with your body in a whole different frequency spectrum is going to cause all kinds of damage and if we don't take time to get our bodies right get our heads straight get our big boy pants on we are going to be devastated when they roll this out i think i think people kind of caught on now that that's what bird box was that was 5g running it so when i'm talking about the aluminum the barium the strontium all this stuff that messes with your uh, 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 your, your biochemistry, your ability to emit a, a, a auric fre- frequency, an etheric field, right? These people literally have the, the technology to not only see what your auric, it, your auric field is, your etheric field, right? They have, a, they have an ability to shoot thoughts and to shoot stuff directly into it using things like 5G. I'm only going to read the first part of this, but I definitely want you guys to... to, to, to to get this type of stuff out there, to really understand. But experts are warning that the super-fast broadband known as 5G could cause cancer in humans, and the usage of 5G is nothing more than a massive health experiment. 5G could very well be a global catastrophe that kills wildlife, gives people terminal diseases, and causes the Earth's magnetic field to change, according to shocking claims by a technology expert. Articles are coming out this week talking about how there is a massive pole shift taking place. How, 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 I think it's, uh, I'm not sure if it's the Northern Pole, but how it's gravitating towards Russia. I think this is important because, again, we're, we're, we're talking about the backlash effect of things like Hurricanes Harvey, Irma, and Maria whenever we saw them basically use uh, weather modification to amplify these storms. We're seeing the backlash effect of this with, with, with the polar vortex that's occurring in uh, the mid- Midwest of America. And everything that's happening, the weather anomalies, the earthquakes, it's because they are playing God and not talking about these instant ramifications to where we have to put these pieces together. So yes, Earth's magnetic field is changing, and it is because of just that, the weather modification, the geoengineering, and everything else they're spraying. How do these people have terminal diseases? Maybe that's why they're trying to put us inside these domes. Continuing on, it says, Arthur Robert Furstenberg is an American author and activist for electromagnetic radiation and health. In his 1997 book, Microwaving Our Planet, The Environmental Health Impact of the Wireless Revolution, he claimed, quote, the, technological, the, te- the telecommunications industry has suppressed damaging evidence about its technology since at least 1927. Furstenberg has also founded the independent group, the, Cellu- the Cellular Phone Task Force, and since 1996 has argued in numerous publications that wireless technology is dangerous. According to a report, by the Daily Star, Furstenberg has also recently started an online petition calling on the world, organiza- world organizations, such as the United Nations and World Health Organization and the European Union, to, quote, urgently halt the development of 5G, which is due to be rolled out this year. In fact, Verizon has activated the world's first 5G networks in four cities in the United States, Houston, Indianapolis, Los Angeles, and Sacramento. According to the Furstenberg, wireless networks are, quote, harmful for humans and the development of the next generation is defined as a crime under international law, as he states in his online petition. So essentially what I'm going to say about all this type of stuff, the, the, the deployment of 5G, uh, uh, how your health, taking your health back, this is something we discovered back in like season six, how taking your health back is like now a revolutionary act, how we have to control our mind, steal our thoughts, 
don't be slaves to our flesh and realize how how in depth these people are. That's why it's called the scientific dictatorship. That's why it's called the technocracy. That's why social media is not going away. Censorship might be coming. Social media is not going to go away. They need that tool to manipulate the masses, to hijack mentalities, to insert ideas that they normally wouldn't be able to get across. And you have to understand this stuff is so sophisticated that if we don't take a step back, we will literally become victims of this. You see. I hope you guys were, were taking some notes as to everything that's going on. I, I, I want to say real quick, because you know I'm really trying to make sure I get this weaponizing the consciousness expansion uh, broadcast down because of how important it is. You see, I'm just going to read you guys a few of the, few of the, a few of the bullet notes. You know, how do you spread a message of liberation to a generation of addicts? Discovering your natural abilities, not having them hijacked by lower level entities. How, if you're actually looking for God and start to read the Bible, you'll not only will you find Him, but you're going to start seeing so many different things unlock for you. Learning to have faith, like literally learning to have faith and having it tested. How pharmaceutical demons, that's what I, that, and, and, and we've done episodes on this. We've had guests on that talk about pharmakia, how it's spoken about in the Bible, how it's done by, how it's witchcraft, how they want your soul, right? All of this stuff is important. You see, like this is why, this is why, again, they took Christianity out of the schools. They took Christianity out of your life. They said there is no God. And I'm, I'm going to be speaking on that as well because I think that is the most satanic shit I've ever heard. And I'm not even going to say, excuse my language, saying that there is no God is quite honestly the most satanic shit I've ever heard because we are living in God's creation every day. And when you have these, these egotistical, arrogant, mental midgets who, are, who, who talk about some floating guy in the sky, they don't understand how we are living in, living in God's creation and how we see the fingerprint of God everywhere. And there's, it, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. And so now you have this whole mentality being propagated. There is no God. Life sucks. There's no, there's no point. Give up. This is a death cult. This is not how you build civilization. This is not how you start a future. This is not how you create a, 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 a community based on consciousness, awareness, compassion, creativity, renaissance. This is not how you build that. That's how you destroy society. And this is the mentality that's being pushed out there. Yeah, all these drugs, all this stuff, there's nothing new underneath the sun. It's all, all, the only thing that's different is how it's being used today. And people can't see how they've already aligned with the devil. They've given up. And it's that fatalistic mindset that keeps us in subservience. And that's why we have to fight it at every single level. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Exploring America's State, Regime Change Warfare, and Hijacking Mentalities. Salutations, my friends. I know. Random stuff. It is always... Uh, bringing these episodes to an end is always interesting. And making sure we have our facts straight. That's why we have the show notes. What I'm really trying to say is thank you guys for putting up with me. As you can tell, these days that we're entering are becoming increasingly chaotic. And that's bringing out a whole other side, I believe, in a lot of different people. Because as I said before, as evil rises, so must good to combat it. 
And while we're not necessarily sure where this route goes, it's not where I, I don't want to go where they're trying to take us. I want to say one more thing, you know, in closing. Uh, remember to take time for yourself. Days pass and we're so caught up in what's happening, what's coming. We never really take time to appreciate the now of the moment that we're actually in. We need to learn to steal our minds, control our thoughts, and keep our emotions within reason. It's true. Many people do wear their hearts on their sleeves these days, and that's because of our rapid-fire nature of modern society, society, but that doesn't mean that it's the only way. We're meant to be in this world and not of it. And the way things are now, we rarely grasp the concept of internalization and true comprehension. But I want you guys to understand as we evolve and grow as an operation, as a team, and as a family, you have my commitment to nothing but the best. And with that being said, check out all the links in the description bar below. Support the organization if this, uh, the organization and the operation, if this, uh, if this broadcast helped you guys, sit down, share with a friend. That's what we're all about here. This is, this is, uh, this is why we do what we do. But with that being said, thank you ladies and gentlemen for tuning in. This is Freedom Faction. Noisera, out. Don't tell me I just did that. Don't tell me I just forgot to do my own tagline. Hold up. Don't tell me I forgot to do my own tagline on my own show. I get so caught up trying to do a cool closer. My mind ends up everywhere. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out.